Welcome to the clan! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It means they need you just as much as you need them. And to seek out a relationship with anything but leverage first is a fool's game. You're going to be put on the back burner. Don't do it. That's why we called this podcast The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business genius. The man that came up with that is my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. It's called The Baxter Room, just in case you were wondering. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you can write like a pro, do business like a pro. And not only that, on a regular, he connects you to the pros. You get a shot. You get a shot to make some relationships. You can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And do you, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns at Daredevil Production. Daredevil has created over 25 national TV opportunities for their indie artists, and they've done this by making them discoverable. They've also created multiple tour opportunities, and through the power of digital marketing data, they've attracted a number of investors for their artists. And the investors like the numbers because numbers don't lie because numbers can't talk. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production, singular, no S. And there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's happening, brother? How you doing? I'm just thinking about, uh, I was talking about this the other day, um, on how I pronounce the word tour or tur because I'm from Arkansas. I was writing yeah. with uh, Zane and Donna King and they said something about the word tour and, and they're like, wait, you're from Arkansas. How do you say tour? I say tur. <laughs> like, so does he. He's from Bald Knob. I'm like, I know. I'm from baseball, like 30 minutes away. We both say tur. Then I remember, uh, oh, um, Mindy Pack, when we did the climb conference, she made fun of me for going, Do you say tur? <laughs> so now I'm self conscious about it. And now every freaking week I'm having to say this. They've created multiple t- tour opportunities. For their independent art. <laughs> like every time I say that, I'm like, don't get the coffee. But Snyder used to always say that from the Almond Brothers, man. Like all the time. He'd be like, yeah, we're, gonna, we're going on tour. We're going on like, tour. What? I'd be like, what did he say? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's my, Arcan- that's my Arkansas <laughs> coming out. And so every time I'm, I'm self-conscious and try to just whiz by that word as fast as I can. But well, there you I'm go. Or self-conscious uh, person because you can't say tur. Because <laughs> you can't sure. say tour. Sure. What, uh, what are we going to learn today? Sure. We're going to learn well, today's speech class. Um, sure. What are we learn today? We're going to learn sure. about how to turn your cliche moment into a hit moment. This is interesting. Yes. So our There's valuable information for lots of amateur songwriters. I can tell you yes, that right now. <laughs> because you know what? Every time you use a cliche in your song, somebody kicks a puppy. That's no, right. not really. But every time you use a cliche in your song, you miss the opportunity to do something truly great. And so we're going to talk about that today. All right. Well, before we do that, let's take care of a little business here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a digital world out there, but it's still an important role for physical media in today's independent musician. I mean, our bands at their double here, our artists are, if without physical merchandise, without physical media, they're, uh, they are screwed straight up. They mm-hmm. need 
<laughs> they need to make money. Um, <laughs> digital royalty payments are so small that, you know, selling products like one CD, you know, vinyl t-shirts and gigs has become a, an important income generator. It's how you get to the next town uh, when you're starting out. Yeah, for real. Like for every CD that you sell at a gig, you need roughly uh, about 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money. So if your song's on Spotify and Amazon, whatever, about 3,000 streams instead of just selling one CD. So they roughly equal out. That's a lot of streams. Yeah. And so, yeah, if we're talking about it serious, that what you can sell at shows is a major component. If you're just like, oh, if they dig me, they'll find me and they'll, they'll stream me. Every person at your show was going to have to stream that a lot or you could just sell them one CD. Or you could do yeah. both. Do both. But exactly. And exactly. CDs, and by the way, like if you're a touring artist, I mean, it, there's a difference between CD consumption for a touring artist versus an artist that isn't touring. I just want to throw that out there. Like it's a, it's a, it's for an a artist CD. that isn't on tour. That isn't on tour. Uh, you are, <laughs> you are probably not going to sell a whole lot of CDs, but if you're on her then you're gonna have uh, people to the next town people are gonna want it because they want to remember the show of course that's all contingent upon you being a compelling artist and, a show worth yeah or seeing there you go um so hey if you haven't joined the climb community please do so we have a Wait, regular where to go for the disc, disc maker stuff oh sorry so, so our friends at disc makers are the place to go for your disc and your other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. And you can find them online at www.discmakers.com or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800-468-9353. I didn't want to disappoint Andre and the fine folks over at Disc Makers. No, that's right. We, we love Disc Makers. They're good friends of ours. So, um, hey, join the climb community. It, it, it's a, it is not your normal Facebook group only because everybody's alive with beating hearts and they actually hang out there <laughs> uh, most other facebook groups which are kind of bs or whatever so um even some of them like it, it amazes me they have like these they must have done amazing marketing to create incredible numbers and nobody is there like yeah uh, you know, it's just, it's just weird, but, um, it, not the case here, guys, you can get great songwriting information, great, uh, music industry information. We're, we're posting all the time. Sometimes I just post funny stuff up there if it's relevant to, to musicians and songwriters, but, uh, you know, new, like, uh, Spotify just kind of brought back the, the whole, you, you can put a preview of a Spotify song into uh, stories on Facebook and then swipe up and go right to Spotify, which is pretty cool. It came out, it went away, it came back. That story, that's in the climb community. You can uh, learn about that now. All you got to do is join, right? That's right. Today's Wednesday. Or it's our new Heights Day. So every Wednesday we post in there. It's, a, it's your chance in the comments to say, hey, here's this music-related win I've had over the past week or year or whatever you want to share. And it's a place where people can celebrate each other. And that happens every every Wednesday in the climb community. There's just cool stuff going on there. There you go. Uh, and make sure you leave a five-star rating and review or whatever kind of stars you want to leave. But mm -hmm. let, let other people know what you think about the podcast. And subscribe. Wherever you like. We're everywhere. Wherever, we're nationwide. We're everywhere that, that you consume podcasts. Hit that subscribe button. You get all the episodes. You can consume them at will and kind of cherry pick the stuff that looks good to you. And then finally, the best thing you could do is tell somebody about it. If there's a, a particular episode that, that really hit home for you, then uh, tell somebody in your band. Tell a friend. Tell another songwriter. Tell 
uh, you know, put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter, put it on Instagram, let people know this thing is really rocking. This is really good. So we got some cool people, some cool name brand people that listen to this podcast and they think it's cool. So you should tell other people about it because exactly. you'll be the cool person that turned them on to something helpful. All right. So first of all, uh, how do you define a cliche? Um, well, that, that's a good question. It's kind of like uh, that one judge said about pornography. I can't tell you what it is, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> right. So uh, cliche is those worn out sayings, uh, little tropes and, and phrases, you know, word choices, that kind of stuff that we've just heard a bazillion times. And they, they're not new and fresh anymore. They're just something everybody knows, everybody's heard. And that's a lot of times that's where your mind goes first when you want to communicate something. I think cliches get used so much because they're so easy, right? They're the first things that come to mind when we want to communicate like certain things. Like, let's have a name that cliche or just run down some. There's, you know, wild and free is a cliche. Hold on. Before you do that, um, let's just give the definition of a cliche. I think a cliche is used, the word cliche is used so much, cliches become a cliche. So, <laughs> okay, so, so, so it's a phrase... Or opinion that is overused and betrays a lack of original thought. You know, the old cliche, one man's meat is another man's poison. A very predictable or unoriginal thing or person. A person can be a cliche. Hmm. Um, you know, a stereotype um, is, it can be a cliche. So there you go. Thank you. So betraying unoriginal thought. Yeah, that's what we want to be thought of as a songwriter. Oh, yes, I like him. He uses unoriginal thoughts. So, you know, there's, well, let's just say, so like Wild and Free. And I'm specifically talking about like Country Mark, because that's what I listen to the most. That's kind of what I know the most. But That's a cliche uh, in rock and roll too, by the way. Okay, Wild and Free, right? Um, I think one, make love all night, all night long, that kind of stuff. Feet on the dash. That's a big country cliche. Got your feet on the dash. Radio up and the windows down. That's another yeah. big one. You know, sitting on the tailgate. Just those things, right? That we've yeah. all heard a bazillion times. You can probably add your own. And actually, if you listen to this and you see this uh, post in the uh, climb community or in the songwriting pro community, Freddie community, wherever you see it, or a bunch of dozen other places, Johnny posts the link to this without getting to Facebook jail like I do. Yeah. Feel free to go <laughs> ahead and. Uh, Cause I'm wild and free. <laughs> we feet up on the free. dash as we're just dropping bombs on every single songwriter group right. that you can't get to. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, so if you if if can't get to the mud because the tailgate's <laughs> down, radio's up, and the <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the uh, anyway. So I'm a fool sitting on a bar stool. Um, go ahead and leave your cliche, your favorite, most hated, or whatever cliche oh, yeah. in the comments. We'd love. Let's just go ahead and call them out. Call them out. We're going to so, do a post about that. Remind me to tell Chelsea to create a, a post about that. Just like, right. okay, favorite cliches, uh, songwriting cliches, and go. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, um, you know, they're the first things that come to mind, right? So, for example, it's a lot easier to say, like, we're out raising hell than, or we're painting the town, right? To say that you're going out and partying. It's easier to say that than it is to dig deeper and say, like, we're filling Friday night full of empty cans. Right. That's a more interesting way of saying it. Or we're trying to make the bar hoppers hall of fame. You're talking yeah. about the same thing. You're out raising hell. You're out painting the town, but you're saying it in a new or different way. Um, and I think the cliche can be useful because sometimes because it's like lyrical shorthand, like it's a 
um, it can give the listener a lot of information in just a few words, right? Because it's a, it's a shorthand for kind of a common understanding. Oh, she's wild and free. Okay, I get that. Or, you know, it just it can speak to a lot of stuff in a few words, right? So, but the thing is, it's forgettable because the listeners heard it a thousand times and there's no emotion left in it generally. Now, a little sidebar here, unless you somehow set up the cliche in a way that makes it fresh and makes it not a cliche anymore, then great if you can do that. But in general, we're using them as lyrical shorthand and just kind of placeholders of just almost paint by numbers. You know, you've all heard those songs that feel like there's one cliche after another and there's not an original line in there. It's just stuff that had been pulled from a hundred different other songs. And you don't want to do that, right? You can go beyond the cliche. And like I said before, every time you use a cliche, you miss the opportunity to do something great. You have a chance to wow the listener with something they haven't heard before. So I would suggest going down to your lyric of your, you know, some of your top songs or some of your newest songs and go on a cliche hunt, you know, like, okay, are there any of these that I've heard a bunch, any of this phrasing, any of this way of saying it that I've heard a bunch of you get to highlight it, you highlight it. And every time you find a cliche, that's an opportunity. That's an opportunity for you to find something better and more interesting to say, to replace the we're out raising hell with, and I know it's not the same amount of syllables, but we're filling Friday night full of empty cans, right? So I would suggest that everybody go on a cliche hunt. We're going on a cliche hunt. We're going on a good one. We're not scared. Okay. If you ever read going on a bear hunt. I already <laughs> I, I, you totally lost me on that one. I haven't yeah, read that. A lot of kids books still rolling around in my is head. Like, is that like build a bear? It's something. It's something. <laughs> going on a bear hunt. Going so on. so I, I want to interject here. I, I feel like, the song loaded with cliches is the amateur songwriters write a passage. Like maybe mm-hmm. there's people out there who just sort of get it. Um, they have a gift for songwriting. Mm-hmm. I think there's like two kinds of songwriters, right? And there's like, there's two kinds of, you know, star football players, right? There's the guy that's just born freaking 300 pounds, six foot six with abs. Like, yeah. you know, he's just a freaking a specimen, right? Like a beast yeah. or, or the running back who's got, you know, like Barry Sanders, just all this natural talent. And it's like unbelievable. And then there's the guys who outwork everybody else and get into that position. Um, you know, there's far less talented running backs who have had major impacts in Super Bowls in the NFL that didn't come close, couldn't hold a candle, Barry Sanders. Yeah. But, you know, whatever, for, for, well, he's on the Lions. He didn't get, he never got in. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, sorry, sorry for that, Barry. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, the same thing with songwriters, right? There are some songwriters who, like, like young, like I met, like, you know, Ava Page is one, just the girl just, I don't know. She just gets it. She just connects. She, she, you know, at the age of 12 and 13, she's not writing cliche crap. She's, she's really digging in and finding different ways to do stuff. And I think a lot of that just has this natural talent and this sort of, you know, inner drive, but for people who maybe don't have that same kind of drive or maybe developed a, a, a Jones for wanting to write songs later in life or something, um, it, they got to work harder. And a lot of times I think the, the, the first step on that staircase of darkness, you know, as it goes up <laughs> is, is a bunch of cliche crap. 
you know, and it's part of it. But man, if you don't get past that, if you're not interested in getting past that, and if you can't recognize that as a cliche, there's no help, right? I mean, you know, it should be the easiest thing to spot because we've all heard them a thousand times. Yeah. You should know that you should be like, okay, like what's, what's, what's a million other ways. Like, like when, when I was doing blogs, Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do them anymore because we got the podcast. But when I was doing blogs, they would they I followed some of the you know the blog writing rules. And when you wrote the title for your blog, you had to come up with like twenty five titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first fifteen are going to be the cliche crap. Yeah, right. That that you're just that's just just easy to vomit out. And then the last ten are the ones where you really got to think about a different way to say it. Mm-hmm. And that's where the gold comes, right? Yeah. So. So, uh, you know, I think that's the, the muscle you got to flex, right? When you do that, like, okay, what's, what's 10 different ways, what's 25 different ways to say, uh, we're raising hell. Exactly. Yeah. Um, being the devil's wingman. I don't know. <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, there's an exercise that I, I use in some, um, in some workshops and stuff. And actually in this workshop I have coming up that, it's, you know, uh, what is it? it's basically re- replacing the cliche, you know, cliche buster. And it's like, I give you a cliche. Now practice filling up a page with other ways of giving that same information, but in a non-cliche way. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, instead of wild and free, how can you, or maybe like, okay, feet on the dash. Okay, so that's a cliche image, right? Every country song seems like the girls, what she got her feet on the dash. I mean, no girl just has her feet on the floorboard by the way. So maybe that would be fresh. You with your feet in the floorboard. Make it floorboard. <laughs> sitting, floor. sitting, safely in the, sitting safely in the shotgun. All buckled <laughs> up and whatnot. Mm. <laughs> kind of hugs and curves. <laughs> Holding on to the, 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 the old crap bar. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. So, okay, like, let's, let's replace that cliche instead of feet on the dash, right? Don't just put that in your song because that's what you hear done in songs right that's what happens is we're programmed like that's what we think like i'm writing this country song the girl's sitting next to me she's riding shotgun what do i say well she got her feet on the dash why because that's what i hear all the time so that's naturally what's going to come out of my mouth I've been, I've been programmed right garbage in garbage out feet on the dash in feet on the dash out but our job is to be better than that because unless you are writing with the artist and even if you are your job is to be better so what can we do besides have her feet on the dash what could she be doing over there right is she playing DJ from her phone? Is she, um, you know, sitting cro- Indian style, right? Does she have one leg tucked up under, you know, the other? You know, one leg down, one foot. And, and how is she doing on the DJ thing? Like, is she, is is she, she killing doing? you with it? Like, is she doing great? Or is she, is she sucking at it? Right. <laughs> you know, like, you're not agreeing with anything. Like, I mean, you could go either way there. That adds some specificity to it. Yeah, you know? is she pulling a ponytail through her ball cap? You know, is she blowing, you know, is she... And what kind of ball cap, you know? You know like Braves cap. There's a Yankees ball cap, whatever, you know? Yeah. Is she uh, blowing a kiss and, and flashing peace signs at, at, when we pass cops, you know? Is she... Um, Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. You know, what else is she doing that's going to be more interesting? Dude, what? You, we, we, like, we, let's do this. Like, we could do this on a regular thing in the climb community, like once a week, like so cliche I'm buster. Sure. Yeah, like we, 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 can create a, we can create a graphic with the cliche mm-hmm. and then, you know, f- figure it's out. Like, what we're going to do is we're going to make cliche pinata. You're going to hang it up in the climb. I'm going to beat it with the stick and see what cool stuff comes out. That's right. That's it. Just say, okay, so come up with a different way to say this cliche, the same thing. You know, and then just see what people. We need to make Chelsea get on. I need a cliche pinata and we're going to beat that thing. See what cool can comes out. Cliche pinata. (laughs) I like that. That's what being sleepy will do for my brain. That's good. Yes. Um, (laughs) All right. That would be good. We can do that. So. Uh, but yeah, that's something I, I recommend in, in some of my workshops. Like, okay, take that cliche. That's autopilot, you know? Yeah. What about, what about the, what, what yeah. about instead of having the feet on the dash? If, uh, like, I've never heard this in a country song, but you look over to your right and all you're looking at is, is her arse, you know? Why? Cause she's bent over, she's bent over the, the back, petting the dog, like in the oh. back, playing with the dog in the back seat. Her butt's right there. She mooning the station wagon? No, not her bare butt, you know what I mean? But, but you know, looking good in those Daisy Dukes. And, and you think, like, even set it up, like, you think it's with your feet up on the dash, but your butt's in the window because you're putting the dog in the back, you know? Like, or searching for searching for something that, that you know, maybe, maybe, your, maybe your earbud fell in the back or, you know, like, you look yeah. so cute when you're trying to find your, your earbud that fell between the seats or something and, and yeah. uh, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, applying makeup, whatever she's doing, right? Whatever she's doing is going to be more interesting than just having her feet on the dash because how, it's like, is this the same girl that's in every country song? It is. Her name. <laughs> you want to know her name is? What is her name? <laughs> I'm wondering. I mean, it's a question. Do oh, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to know who she is. She's the one girl, right? The one girl. She gets around. <laughs> you probably don't want to know who the girl is. In rock and roll, it's it's Rosanna Arquette, you know, because she's been like every rock star. <laughs> Lots of songs written about her. <laughs> oh, God bless. So, all right. So, replace those cliches. I'm gonna, I'll give you a good example of turning a cliche moment into a hit moment. Okay, this is an older example, but it's a goodie. It's one that's always stuck with me. It's a song called Summertime by Kenny Chesney. Um, he didn't write it, though. It was written by Craig Wiseman and Steve McEwen. And it's about being young and the... You know, you guessed it, summertime. 
And there's yep. a part in the course that, that where they reference driving around. And so you're thinking, okay, young, summertime, driving. What is that? What cliche does that bring to mind? What Feet is, up on the dash. No, actually, there's a couple of boys driving around. So oh, okay. I'll give you a hint. It involves a radio. Radio up, windows down. Exactly. There you go. Uh, you can probably just say that. Radio up, windows down, right? So <laughs> that's, okay, we all know that cliche, right? It's worn out. But, I mean, it, it's true, right? I mean, it's a, some cliches are cliches because they're true. How many of us have driven around with the radio up and the windows down? I have a bazillion yep. times, right? Doing it yesterday. Yeah. yeah, I did too. So it's not bad because it's not true. It's just not the best because it's so overused. And so we've all lived that line many times, but there's just nothing memorable or wow about it. Instead, what these hit riders did, they reference a Yoohoo bottle on the floorboard in this course. They go cheap, cheap I can't talk, cheap shades and a tattoo and a Yoohoo bottle on the floorboard. So evoking young and summertime, these young guys driving around instead of just like radio up and the windows down, cheap shades, a tattoo, and a Yoohoo bottle on the floorboard. So much better. And doesn't that still make you think cheap shades, tattoo, Yoohoo bottle on the floorboard? Young guys driving around, right? Paints the picture. Yeah. It, it, <clears throat> a, a picture of the same, kind, the same people, but something that's not a cliche version of it. There's a thousand ways to say any one thing. Oh, yeah. A thousand ways to say any one thing, to describe whatever it is that you're trying to describe in your song. There are a thousand ways to do it. Mm -hmm. And you need to just not pick the one. It's like the opposite of family. Everybody's already done. It's like the opposite of family feud. You don't want to pick the survey says, oh, nine people out of 100 said yes. You open the windows down. Now that's the one that gets you the. The question is we surveyed 100 people, footloose and blank. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you, Kevin Bacon. Survey said? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, what's the opposite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> Foot, footloose and handcuffs, handcuffs in the back of the cruiser. <laughs> so, um, that's your boyfriend. <laughs> wow. Next on cheaters. Um, so, anyway... Uh, the thing that's cool about cheap shades and a tattoo and a yoo bottle on the floorboard is like, it's believable. Like I can totally picture it and I can totally see young guys leaving a yoo bottle on the floorboard. Right. And it's fresh. I've never seen that image in the song before, but I've yeah. seen it in real life, you know, it's mm-hmm. paint that picture in a fresh, believable way. And, and another fun thing about this, it provides uh, provides a fun internal rhyme, tattoo, yoo-hoo, right? And then also a fun melodic moment when Chesney sings, yoo-hoo, <laughs> you know, the way he says it. It's the own little hook in there. And you wouldn't have done that with radio up and the windows down. So these writers, they took a cliche moment and they made it a hit moment. And, and it's our job to do the same thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, Wiseman, and I don't know if that was, if that was his line or Steve's line. thing is it was their line because they both signed off on it is great at those little details that are not the obvious cliche ones. You know, why has been written all the great songs like live like you were dying and uh, the good stuff and just all kinds of crazy, great songs, I believe. And just so many of them that just have all these great little images in them. I mean, you want a masterclass in imagery, go look up Craig Wiseman songs and see how he paints the pictures. It's not just wrote a bull. It's wrote a bull named Fu Manchu for how long? 
2.7 seconds. Specificity. (laughs) Yeah. But that's also believable and I can see it. It's fresh. You know, that's, that's turned into a cliche moment into a hit moment. And uh, I, I actually should go do an audit of like the top 10 and see what kind of cliche moments are there that could have been cliche moments, but instead are hit moments like, Oh, you know, they, you can tell already they replaced blank with blank. <laughs> you know, and there might be some in there that are cliche moments too, that just, and if you go, if you think it's okay for you to do it because you heard it on the radio, then you're a low expectation having yes. blankety blank. Like, come on, There's man. No, you're not going to beat them at their game. You're not going to beat them at cliches. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they have the cliches and the relationships. You just got the cliches. <laughs> so right? that's like saying I, I want to be I want to be the world's best running back, but um, I don't want to run like any faster than anybody else. I just want to do just enough to. You know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All I right. Be, I want to get to the NFL doing just as good as the people that are there. Yeah, that's, that's right. Need you. But yeah, I don't know anybody. I didn't play for college teams. So. Yeah. Um, it's, this is, and, and I get that sometimes because of the lyrical shorthand, a cliche can be helpful in getting a lot of information across in, in a short amount of time. But you just, you just, you just can't trust them. I mean, I treat every, I try to anyway, treat every cliche with a good amount of suspicion because I know it could turn on me. And so if I'm going to use one, it better be for a very specific purpose. Meaning here's a spot where I just got to get across this information without overburdening the listener with cognitively like they got to think about it. the great side of cliches is we don't have to think about them right they can get that information across in a way that i don't have to work to process and think about it that is the the two-edged sword of it you get a lot across listener doesn't have to think about it the downside is they don't think about it it doesn't stand yeah out. And, and, and and not for nothing i think psychologically I could be going on a limb here, but I think psychologically there's a certain amount of like fatigue, right? Cliche <laughs> fatigue that yeah. certainly, by the way, certainly I, I'm talking about consumers, but it damn sure is happening with the publishers, the people that oh, you yeah. need that are the gateway between you and getting your song cut by an artist are going to look at that and be like, really? Ugh. Really? Let's like, come across know. my desk five times this morning. I mean, think about, think about, um, okay, so one of the, when we read the definition of cliche at the beginning of the show, uh, one of the words is like a stereotype. Now, mm-hmm. stereotypes can be true, you know? Yeah. Um, white people like cheese. You know, we like mayonnaise. <laughs> like, uh, it, you know, I mean, it, it, th- th- this is true. Like, I've been, I've, I, you know, I got some, yeah. some black friends of mine making fun of nothing makes nothing makes a party like a cheese plate. You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. You know, and then we're we're going back and forth with the <laughs> with the racial cliches. You know, grape juice and uh, for for the black community and all that. Like the, that stuff's cliche. But man, if you think about a TV show on, you know, th- that you're gonna watch that has nothing but like cliches of every, like every racial cliche that you can yeah. imagine. Like it would be, it wouldn't even be funny. No, you know, unoriginal. It, it would just, yeah. Like, it would just be like, really? Like how point? do they put this crap on TV? I'm going to go what's write my point? song and talk about uh, putting, you know, fingernails up in the dashboard, radio up, windows down. And it's like, you're doing the same thing with your song. That's and your, and I mean, your publishers are like, what? It, really? Like we're wasting my time with this has already been, I already saw this. You might be talking to the publisher who actually got that song on the air to begin with the first guy who said it. Right. I mean, it's, you know, I mentioned before the play for publisher on, so I'm going through 
like 200 songs or something, a lot of them. And, and I'm thankful to be able to do it because I'm going to help some people meet a publisher. Uh, but I'm earning it because there's a yeah. lot of cliche in there. And uh, yeah, there's a lot you can say, well, they've been listening to country radio, but they're not adding anything to it. It's a lot of, you know, Oh, yep. We're on the back road again and stars in the moon and the tailgate and the skinny dip. And the, you know, it's just <laughs> like the check, 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 checking the boxes going all the way down. It's like, you know, you can have that stuff in there, but you got to say it in a new way at least. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't talk about those things. Because there's cliche phrases, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, feet up on pretty little toes up on the dashboard. Right. 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 That, but, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's also the imagery is a cliche. Yeah. Right. So like, if you find a different way to say, to create, to paint the picture that the girl sitting shotgun with her painted toenails on the dashboard, that's, that image is already cliche. Yeah. You know, so what, like to your point earlier, what else is she doing in that seat? You know, you, you would think if you came from Mars, right, and you landed down here and you listened to a bunch of country songs, like if we go down to the South, every girl is riding around in Daisy Dukes with her, you know, with her, dash. yeah, with her bare feet in the dashboard. <laughs> like, right. I, I mean, you wouldn't know, right? So it's like, so what about what? My wife has ever done that. Maybe it's because she's tall. Yeah. Yeah. Or dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. You know, yeah. God forbid the airbag goes off and you end up with your knees in your eye sockets. Like, right. I mean, I, so, so what else, but there's so many other things that happen mm. in the shotgun seat. Like you, you've done a lot of driving with your wife and your family. Driving like, are crazy I, mostly. Yeah, boom, there you go. Get it. But, but you know, like that there's a there's a dance that you can do with the significant other when it comes to uh going through a drive through on a road trip, you know. What you want first? You want your fries, you know? And then yeah. you you want the you want this and it's the, and then you get into that like she knows you. She knows I want my fries first. Sitting pretty in that shotgun seat. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, th- th- those kinds of things are like that touches the heart because you're like, man, I got that too, you know, like when she knows or you know what she wants for breakfast, you know, and how she likes her eggs, like, uh, and you can, in saying how she likes her eggs is the cliche, yeah. <laughs> but talking about like, she doesn't want to put this in her eggs is a different way of, of saying that I really I know, know her. Making it fresh again. Yeah. I mean, what if instead of sitting just shotgun, she's, you know, smiling because there's one extra fry in the bag which makes your fountain sound like a fatty maybe but you know but that thing of like oh bag fry you know there's so many bazillion other things she could be doing than just having her feet up on the dash and most people don't you know more likely if we're on a road trip well my wife is probably handing out snacks to the kids but so that may not be most demographic but you're not writing songs about that because we need young artists so let's just pretend yeah, blah, blah, blah. let's just pretend you started dating your wife go back yes. in time oh then if we're on a road trip she's got a pillow and she's racked out with the puppy on her lap yeah, there you go. You know? <laughs> and you're han solo behind the wheel and I'm just, yeah i'm just driving yeah and but she is yeah she'd be you know pillow and you know comfy pants and road trip stuff and yeah with Tally or Charlie or now Poppy on her lap. One of the dogs, depending on what year it was, which dog we had, you know, <laughs> sits right. on lap. Hey, well, that's automatically different, you know. And if we're out on a date, she wouldn't have the dog with her. But what else? Maybe with one leg tucked up under the other one. To me, yeah. that's 
you know, what if she's making a side braid? You know, she's sitting there braiding her hair, you know, and she's just kind of fidgeting. Uh, looking at her split ends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> So the point is there's judging her own complexion in the, in the mirror, on the visor, you know, you <laughs> like, Oh honey, like mm. <laughs> I gotta get a new cleaner. Yeah. I gotta get a new astringent. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So it sounds difficult. Um, but listen, here's the deal. Do, do a cliche audit of your last five songs and go through and look and go, how many of these phrases have I heard a thousand times? I got to find and then go, okay, well that's, that's, Hey, that's not bad. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity to find a fresher way of saying it. And that's going to help your song stand out. And I think it's going to, you're going to be rewarded by that because people are going to appreciate that. And your songs will be more memorable that way. It's going to be more fresh, more powerful, more memorable. Um, there's a Miranda Lambert song that just came out called it all comes out in the wash. Mm -hmm. And it's just talking about just different ways to get stains on your clothes or whatever, part of it. But it's all like dipping your fries and ketchup on a bumpy road or something like that, dipping your fries on a bumpy road. Mm -hmm. And like, how many of us haven't been there? You know, you're <laughs> eating fast food as, you know, as you're going down the road and bumpy road, like, ah, ketchup on it, son of a, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's like a little detail that's, I mean, I don't know what, there would be a cliche for that, but just saying there's just fresh ways of saying things, those little details. You don't have to stick to the stuff that's been done a bazillion times. And listen, um, just as we wrap up here, I know we're, we're getting on time. If you want to upgrade your cliche moments into hip moments, have an, I have a great event coming up for you. In October, I'm hosting a four-night songwriting workshop called Your Map to a Hit Lyric. The map is actually a Baxter name. <laughs> so if you're tired of your songs not affecting your listeners, and if you're tired of your songs not being noticed, like they just disappear into the air when you play them out in front of people, if you want your songs to be more memorable, to connect with listeners more, and to affect your listeners' emotions, this is a workshop for you. So you can get all the details and you can join this event uh, basically by going and downloading my free ebook. Think like a pro songwriter. You can go to giftfrombrent.com. That'll get you on the songwriting pro insiders list. And so you'll be getting some information about that. You just follow the blog post over at freddy.com, F-R-E-T-T-I-E this month, and you'll be hearing about it. And so we're going to go for four nights in October and help your songs be more memorable, more accessible, and more powerful. Oh, look at that. That spells map. Memorable, accessible, powerful. If you want your songs to be more of that, <laughs> join us. There you go, guys. So uh, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Go back and and kick some major booty on those cliches. I think it's just a cool creative exercise that you should do anyway. Go back and, and look at every single line in your last five songs and find 25 different ways to write each line. It's because it's, it's, it's about flexing the muscle of mm – -hmm the intention of it. And if you learn to do that workout, you'll, you're going to get stronger period. Yeah. Right. Like that's, yeah. it, it, that, that's it. It's not, you, if you're, if you're, so what I look for, if you're frustrated because you can't come up with the right word right away, then you're, you're just not thinking like a songwriter. Cause if you I mean, think that, you know, Craig Wiseman sits down and, 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 and writes out of every single hit song, it takes some, as long as it takes to write the lyrics down. <laughs> no, I mean, wrong. He, grind on it. Yeah, he grinds on it. And, uh, and you can too, and you'll get better the more you do it. I mean, it's, it's a lot harder to, th or a lot easier to throw five yard passes. Once you practice, you know, 10, 20, 30 yard passes, it's like, Oh, this is shorter. This doesn't take nearly as much effort. Cause you've been, you've been working hard at it. you're building your muscle and build your cliche killing muscle. 
and your songs and your listeners will thank you for it. There you go. All right, guys. Well, listen, join the climb community. Ask to be let in. We let everybody in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Take 30 seconds and leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share it. Let people know if there's, some, there's something that you're liking here, there's something that, that you're connecting with that's resonating with you. Tell some other people about it. Get the word out because it's just about getting the this information in front of many new eyeballs as possible. You know, we're here to help you. We want you to win. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.